hope you're all doing good. It's been a crazy last two, two weeks. I don't know. It feels like it's been a while. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you're all doing good. With all that's happening right now, you know, there's a lot of information, some misinformation, a little bit of blaming, a little bit of fear and paranoia and cynicism and a lot is happening. And one of the things that has been challenging for me, I don't know about you, but for me, it's hard to stay connected without letting the negativity bring me down. So it's like, how can I make sure that I'm well informed and that I'm taking the necessary precautions with the whole virus going around, but not, you know, living in fear. And so this is something I've been working on for a while. And I thought, you know what, that's probably a good thing to talk about. And I think this should be a conversation like how can we protect our peace during this time? I think that's important. And you know when I think about the shopping stores, like I went grocery shopping about a week ago and you know it's it was very heartbreaking to see shelves that empty. And it just like made me realize when we live in fear, the worst side of us comes out. That's when people become hateful that's when people become greedy when we live in fear that's when we say things we normally wouldn't say and you know you you wonder is is this something that's always been in in us or is it something that's being created by these scenarios i don't know but i think during this time it's super important to find your peace and that's kind of what i've been trying to do how can i find my peace because by doing that i make the best decisions that i can And so one of the things, the questions I've been asking myself is, how can I be empathetic without being negative? You know, sometimes you're having a conversation with someone and, you know, it's good. There's also that feeling of connectedness and solidarity, you know, when you're talking about this situation that's affecting all of us. But at the same time, sometimes the conversation goes more toward the negative side and instead of focusing on solutions, it's, you know, creating this whole, it's basically catastrophizing what's happening right now. And yes, the dangers are very realistic. Some people are more prone to the dangers of contacting the virus and potentially being, you know, harmed or even dying from it more than other people. That's those are realities. And, you know, thinking about the job losses, it's really sad when you think about it. But at the same time, I have never in my life, like, I don't know about you, but I have never in my life spent a day worrying and thought, oh, what a productive day. Literally never happens. If anything, worry drains you of energy. And so without, you know, I'm not going to dwell too much on that. I think I've already introduced that. I wanted to talk about how can we create these protective barriers during this time. And honestly, I am not the most, (laughs) I have not routinized meditation, which I think now I'm realizing would have been a helpful tool to have mastered by now, you know. (laughs) But here are other things I have been doing to protect my peace. Number one is gauging the purpose of conversations. Do you ever go into a conversation and at first you're like talking about it, but then it starts turning into negativity. And so one of the things I'm now asking myself when I go into conversations, okay, is the purpose of this conversation to vent or to complain? 
I feel like venting has a genuine desire to find a solution or some relief. And venting should be brief. It shouldn't be going on for days. It's more of a release from emotional pressure. Whereas complaining, although the root of complaining is kind of a desire to feel connected, after that, when it becomes prolonged, complaining, essentially, you're not looking for solutions. And I don't know if you've ever tried giving advice to someone who's complaining. They're not listening. (laughs) And it's very simple because their desire is not for change. Their desire is not for a solution. Their desire is to dwell in that negativity. And some of that dwelling perhaps does have to do with the individual trying to process what they're feeling. But if you're not looking for a solution, then that conversation honestly is meaningless. So are you venting or are you complaining? Make that distinction early on. The second thing I'm learning to do is, which I've already alluded to, is being solution-oriented. If you're not trying to find a solution, then why are you talking about it at all? And that's something I'm learning to do. I remember once um, I was <laughs> I was I was at a sales job <laughs> and it was so hot and I just remember like you know trying to stay positive but at some point I was like whoa it's super hot and I just remember you know the person who was training me said are you complaining and and a part of me was like I mean well yeah it's really hot. <laughs> But at the same time, I realized by me saying that I wasn't helping the situation. So be solution oriented and understandably, there's nothing we can actually do to stop what has already happened and even some of the things that are happening without our knowledge. So the solution might not be how can we stop the virus, which I don't think is up to you as an individual, although yes, there are some things you can do to make sure that you're safe and you're also not... um, putting other people at risk but what can you do in the sense that if you're now relegated to working from home what can you do to make that productive what can you even do to find the quiet times like making use of those quiet times and I was actually just listening to a podcast it's called it's called flights and feelings uh, by Joseph Solomon and he was talking about like how this you know sometimes life forces you to take a break sometimes life forces you into the present And I think it's so true because now it's a little bit tougher to think about the future because you don't know what the future is. You know, you might have business plans for the next 10 years or you had plans for the next week. You had to cancel. You lost a lot of money. It could be any kind of scenario. And it's interesting that when you're not sure, when you're not sure of the future, you have to live in the present. So making use of the present and making it as productive as possible and you know you might be one of those people who've been overworking and now you finally get time to make a break so it's a good time to even use that break strategically you know being i don't like using the word idle but you know yeah yes being idle so it's good but being idle is not the same as rest and relaxation because you could be doing nothing but your mind is just racing with worry and negative thoughts so this is a good time. Whatever is happening with you, how can you use it to your advantage? Another person I follow on on LinkedIn and social media is Gary V. And how he's talking about how can you leverage, you know, online platforms to the advantage of your business. 
Moving on to the next point is limit your conversations with people who have a problem for every solution. And I think that's what I do is I listen, I empathize, I try to feel what they're feeling and see where they're coming from. Maybe they have specific, you know, circumstances that are different from you. And maybe that's why the person is more worried than you or more negative than you. So you listen and you empathize and, you know, maybe try and help them. If if that's what they, they're needing or wanting in that moment, maybe try to help them see things from a different perspective. But you will notice with people, like sometimes even when you're empathizing or you're comforting them or you maybe um telling them things that have helped you if they're not open to that then it's okay to like step away and let them process things at their own pace so you know pay attention during conversations are they like stuck on their on stuck on that one mindset or are they actually open to trying to figure out a way through or are they looking for comfort so you know similar to the first point and don't feel guilty if you have to put up boundaries and that's something I've learned about boundaries because I'm I'm personally, <laughs> I've learned this from one of my friends uh, that I tend to really take things personally. So I've been working on that and I'm realizing boundaries are not rejection. For instance, if you have boundaries around how people talk about talking negatively about women or about men and you say, you know what, I can't spend time with these people because I don't like... I don't approve of the way they speak about certain topics. You're not saying no to them. You're putting a limit on the conversation. So don't feel guilty if you have to put up boundaries. And also you don't necessarily have to explain to people. So just kind of gauge the situation. The fourth thing is have multiple sources of uplifting messages. Like I said, I'm honestly a podcast junkie. I think like how people binge watch tv i binge listen podcasts i love them and especially when i have to go somewhere and the drive is long and it's and they're like i'm sorry you had to drive so far i'm like no thank you because i just listened to two ep- two podcast episodes today and it was amazing so you know having multiple sources of positive messages is really going to help normalize positivity and good things happening you know and it's interesting because I'm one of those people who get very drained by social media. But now during this pandemic, it has actually become a source of positivity for me because you're kind of, you know, we're all at this point forced to stay indoors more than we'd like to. And, you know, introverts are like, yeah, I've been doing this my whole life. But I, I, I don't know if I'm an introvert or an extrovert or whatever, but being in the house so much is starting to get to me I don't like it (laughs) I do not like it I try to um, I'm trying to minimize going outside as much as possible Um, but when I now that being inside is no longer a choice I don't like it (laughs) but I'm realizing Instagram has been such a source of positivity and inspiration for me at this time and it's really actually motivating me to to kind of just like work on my craft and to kind of take time to respond to people because you know sometimes like honestly the quality of my conversations goes down <laughs> you know because there's so many other distractions but this has been a really good time for me to connect with people so just and you know finding positive people like-minded people 
I, I just love when, like seeing the number of entrepreneurs saying, no, this is a time to get your stuff together. And I just love that. It's actually energizing me. So it's very strange, but I'm in this world. I'm actually feeling more positive than I think I was before because I feel like to some extent life has slowed down for me, which, you know, if that has affected you in like severely negative ways i'm so sorry if that's you know offensive that's not my intention i am just honestly trying to make the most out of this and looking for the silver lining in it because there's nothing we can do by being angry about it anyway the fifth thing is know your facts prepare and then move forward i say know your facts because i i don't believe ignorance is bliss in a situation where you're you could negatively impact someone else's life and right to live <laughs> honestly you know it's that simple so i would not encourage ignorance so i would actually but at the same time i wouldn't encourage like reading the news all day and reading all these sources of news you don't need to do that actually what i have been doing is looking for the sources of news that i i believe to be the the least biased and the least emotionally charged and the reason for this is when people have like people use fear in the media because fear sells everyone like you know it's just part of our human nature as a desire to survive and so survival means it's more useful basically to a human being to know danger as opposed to know the good things like if i told you right now I have this knowledge of two things that are going to happen to your life and they're definitely going to happen. One of them is a really great thing and the other is a really terrible thing. Which one do you want to know right now? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would rather know the bad thing because that b- bad thing might be something I can actually avoid. And that's just how humanity is. We want to survive and so it's useful for us to know negative things. And But we have to also be conscious of how that is being communicated because some people are really actually benefiting from our fear and you know i've already seen two videos um of what looked like you know people of asian descent being targeted and harassed in public and that's not okay that's not okay and that's a result of fear and so i i think it's really important to be careful about where you're getting your information from and even when you know things you feel more confident i don't know about you i'm one of those people like i don't like doing things right off the bat if i don't know about it but if i know something it doesn't matter where you drop me and you're like can you can you do a a, a quick talk on this i'm like yeah like it, it just gives you this confidence when you know something so learn about it and then kind of distance yourself from it because then it's no longer useful to be dwelling on that information and i would also just like to point out you know i was listening to watching rather the new red table talks episode and you know the smith family were together and they had three different guests on the show one of them is a medical expert and he was talking about the different types of masks and why some of them aren't useful and what's what are the healthiest precautions to take and then also on the show were two other people who did have the virus and one of the women speaks about how her whole friend circle and they're in their 20s by the way and you know they, they got the virus and they're talking about it and how they're trying to destigmatize it and all of that and honestly that whole episode like nothing there made me panic but i was still very informed and i really wished like we had more media like that 
where they're telling you the facts, but they're not trying to manipulate your emotions through that. I, I believe, especially when I look at how the medical expert conducted himself, he was honestly pretty relaxed. And I don't know about you, but for me, I, I do believe like you can learn something from everyone, but the people I want to learn most from are the people that I want to be like. So if I see someone and they don't have a hang on their emotions or I, I don't approve of the values of something of that nature, for me, I'm I'm more opposed. I'm disinclined to relying on them for information or looking up to them. So, you know, that's just my thoughts. You know, learn the topic, understand it, understand what you need to do, prepare have the necessary precautions and then just move forward like you know if you need to do a quick check at the end of the day see any updates cool but don't let that be your whole your whole day you're checking in and out that's just going to increase your anxiety it's going to make you negative it's going to make you feel cynical and you're going to think that things are worse than they actually are because that's what tends to happen because of how quickly information goes viral you know and then the sixth thing i would say is read reading is so fun am i the only one who loves reading i really love reading so reading you know puts your mind on new things you're forcing your mind to concentrate on something different and that can take you out of the situation that's happening right now meditation would also be a good thing to do and i would highly recommend that you take out some time in your day especially the days when you're feeling maybe hopeless or helpless about the situation is love yourself intentionally like i think sometimes it's easy to just do things but like really take time to be present and just love yourself seven this is by far one of my favorite things to do and it's just to be active i personally like playing any sport that i can um i'm not a fan so i'll probably do like a sport for my cardio and then i'll go to the gym and do weights but seeing as the gym is closed that just means i'm doing a lot of lunges (laughs) and push-ups because i can't i don't have any weights but um staying active is so good and if you're a good dancer like go you do that i'm personally a terrible dancer and um (laughs) yeah so i i don't do much of that but staying active as you know you know produces endorphins that's already chemically good for you so you're already putting yourself at an advantage by doing that and it also gives you confidence and apart from making you healthy and it is one other thing that you can control in your life and then of course get enough rest (laughs) our tolerance just decreases when we're tired when we don't have enough rest so make sure that you're getting enough rest anyway thank you so much for listening i would really love to hear your thoughts so um, make sure you comment you like and let me know what you think like how do you protect your peace i i would honestly really like to know how you're going about that because i i I could learn more (laughs) so this has been venting with v i hope you have a fabulous week bye